right. Who found that funny? I liked that. That was good. All right, if you haven't met me before, my name is Claire and I'm one of the youth leaders here at Gateway Youth. Um, we're actually in our week three of our series called How to Ruin Your Life. There's a bit of a play on effect with the title, but I'm sure you'll catch on um, as I speak. This week, I want to talk to you about six signs that you may have found the perfect cellmate. That sounds like a bit of weird advice, uh, but you may have heard or seen a phrase somewhere on the internet, a good friend will bail you out of jail, a best friend will be sitting next to you in the jail cell. Now, for most of you, that might sound like a really epic uh, goal of friendship. We see it everywhere, from books to movies to TV, two best friends sitting in the jail, high-fiving each other, going, oh, that was fun, that was epic. Now, as cool as this squad goal may look, I think if your friends are leading you to a path of imprisonment, you may be on the wrong path with your wrong friends. No one plans for failure, and I don't think you woke up at the age of 13 going, hey, I just want to become a prison inmate. That's really what my life goal is. But the yet, yet your friends you have today will impact your future tomorrow. The Bible, which is just our GPS for life, reminds us of this reality in Proverbs 13:20, where it says, walk with the wise, you become wise, surround yourself with fools, and you've sealed yourself, sorry, you've sealed your own destruction. Now that seems pretty full on, but it's straight to the point and I like it. The people involved in your life will always determine where you are and where you're going. So here are six signs, just six of them. You may have found the perfect cellmate, along with some practical ways to not end up in jail with them. Number one. Okay. The first sign you've found your future cellmate is that they think they're wiser than most adults. Now, let's be honest, a lot of teenagers think they're um, smarter than adults, and I, I know that's because I was once a teenager, and I definitely thought I was smarter than my parents at one point. But the friends I'm talking about are the ones who think they are the ultimate source of wisdom. It's the friend who hears practical sound advice that will lead them to a better future, and then they think they have a better plan. Not only that, but their plan is actually quite terrible. Usually, this friend is more interested in looking awesome than in actually doing the right thing. And when adults call them out, they'll fight anything they say without budging. Any of you know anyone like that? Number two. Oh, don't look at that one. Don't look at that one. The next sign that you found the perfect cellmate is that your, friend, your parents don't like your friends. Now, this might sound like not a serious crime, but, some, but, but how someone treats their own parents reveals who they are and what they value. I get it though, some people don't have the best parents in the world, some have the most frustrating parents, and some have parents who have never really been there for them, and I get that. Not everyone has the same parental experience, but scripture does say that we have to honour them and see our parents as valuable. Ephesians 6 says that we must honour our parents because it commands, of, it commands us to do that. And because when we do, it leads us to success. So when you see someone dishonour their parents, we get a glimpse into what they will do for others. How your friends treat and honour your parents or their own will give you a sign of their character. The next sign of a toxic friendship piggybacks off the last one, that you have to be someone different 
around these particular friends. Now, honouring your parents' viewpoints can be hard, I know. I was there one time, especially when it means not hanging out with specific people. There will always be that friend or crowd of friends who we would never want our parents to meet. You might try to justify your friendship to your mum and dad, but at the end of the day, if they're influencing you or transforming you into something that you wouldn't want to be, they're probably not the best person to be around. You might act one way around your parents, at youth, at church, wherever that may be, but as soon as you're around a certain group of people, maybe that's at school, your entire personality changes. It's like you're literally putting a mask on to hide who you really are. If you find yourself in a friendship where you have to act like a completely different person, can you really call that an authentic relationship? If you have to act one way to gain someone's friendship, do you really want that? It can be a huge struggle for some people, especially if it is because they want to fit in. And I know that 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 struggle is real for some people. But at the end of the day, as I said, if they're transforming you or influencing you to be someone that you don't want to be, then is it really worth it? They gossip about your other friends. It's the next sign. I'm talking about that friend who will talk bad about your other friends when you're alone with them. Now, this may not seem like a big deal because nothing bad is being said about you. But if your friend likes tearing down your friends in secret, chances are they may be tearing you down in secret too. Don't get me wrong, I know sometimes it's easy to get fall into the trap of, you know, oh, like, oh yeah, what's the tea? What's going on, you know? But Proverbs 26, 18 describes it like this. A gossiper is like a madman shooting fury arrows of death. That's pretty full on. But I say if your friend lives for gossip and is the first to tell you what others are saying, that's a sure sign that they love tearing people down. If your friend always knows what other people are saying about you, it might mean that instead of stopping what other people are saying, they're actually encouraging you. Sometimes it can be really hard to stop that and to look past that or walk away or say, hey, let's not do that. But think about that next time you're hanging around those sort of friends. A sure sign that you found a future cellmate is when they tell you what you want to hear, what, not what you need to hear. Now hear me on this, this can be difficult. When life convicts us and we need guidance about whether or not what we're doing is wrong, this friend will always try to pump your ego instead of correcting you. It often takes minimal effort to agree with our friends, but it takes courage to step up and correct our friends when they're wrong or have done something with integrity. It's easy to believe the good things people tell us. It's easy to say only good things. It's when we need to redirect our friends that it gets tough. We might think that we're causing friction or doing our friends um, a lot of good, but the reality is we're actually just allowing them to continue on their course of destruction, just like it said in that verse. If we don't call out our friend's behaviour, we're actually blessing it. Last sure sign that you've found your future cellmate is that they're never there for you. This may seem like a no-brainer, but Proverbs 18.24 really clarifies it for us. A person of many friends may come to ruin, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother or a sister. This was a bit confusing to me at first, and I kind of had to like delve into it. How can someone of many friends come to ruin? 
It's because you might be surrounded by a lot of people, but the title of friend belongs to the person who comes forward when things get tough. When your friends scatter, they're showing you that they never deserve the title of friend. A friend is someone who sticks closer than a brother or a sister. They'll go above and beyond, and it's in that moment you know they're your friend. 1 Corinthians 12.26 describes a godly friendship like this. If one suffers, we all suffer. If one celebrates, we all rejoice. It's my hope and my desire that all of you would find a friend who will be there no matter what. That's what a godly friendship with other Christ followers is supposed to look like. When one of us is suffering and grieving, we jump to their side and we grieve with them. When they're celebrating a win in life, we celebrate with them. The worst part about this friendship quality is you never know who your true friends are until the unthinkable in life happens. So maybe you have already seen one or more of these six signs in some of your friendships. You might be thinking, do I really need to lose these people in my life? Is it really that drastic that I need to lose these friendships over their flaws? To be honest though, when it comes to giving yourself the best future possible, it's not about what you lose, but what you gain. If you don't let go of some of the toxic friendships in your life, you may gain a toxic future. And the points I've just shared, just some of them, give you a bit of a glimpse of what that toxicness could be. Hebrews 12.1 tells us to cast aside every weight as we run our race with endurance. Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Your future is way too important to allow these friends to hold you back. I'm going to pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for um, this youth, Lord. I just pray over them right now. I pray for their friendships. I pray that you just enable them to flourish and that they realise, Lord, who their true friends are. And Lord, I just pray that if they don't have that, that you just bring that opportunity and you just allow them to just feel a friend that can be there for them no matter what. I just thank you for everyone in this room. I just, um, you just love them so much. And I just thank you that we get to do life with you. And I just pray for each of their journey, no matter where they're at, whether they're a Christian, whether they're just checking this out. I just, I just pray of them tonight, Lord, and that you just really um, just test them in this, challenge them, and allow them to just feel your peace in this. Praise in your name. Amen.